I'm here with uh, Senor <laughs> General Manager of the HRT team, who sadly couldn't compete here in Australia. Senor, how do you feel about that? It was our best resort ever. Hello and welcome to Gareth Jones on Speed, or perhaps it should be good morning and welcome to Gareth Jones on Speed as we record at four minutes to nine on Sunday morning. We've just watched the sky coverage here in the UK of the first race of the 2012 season and I'm thrilled to say I had the company of Richard Porter and Zog for it. Morning fellas. Good morning. Good morning. Maybe I should talk a little more quietly. I've been up for five hours, you see. I'm sort of mid-afternoon mode right now. Was the race worth getting up for? Oh, yeah. yeah. First race of the season. Great finish. Not so much at the front, but uh, that was quite an exciting little scramble for six, seven, eight, ninths. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's nice when sort of things are going on. Things are definitely going on, which yeah. is good. And Not- also, I think my... I was going to use the phrase take-home, which sounds terribly marketing-y nonsense but my take-home from this race would be that the most beautiful car is also the fastest, and that's nice. Yeah. 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 Part of the fact that it's great to see McLaren having such a cracking start to the season. I love the fact that we had a Williams fighting with Ferrari for a good bunch of the race. Haven't seen that for a while. Lotus back up being really competitive, and there's a bit of a throwback to the 80s, really, isn't it? So <laughs> we, have, we haven't seen Williams and Lotus... Uh, 80s, uh, ...really, really up there for a while, so... Yeah. Uh, I've just realised, Richard, you're talking quietly because Mrs. Sniff is still asleep upstairs. No, you? sorry, she's two floors up. I don't think she can hear us. Is but, she? Uh, All right. Well, yeah. well I'm I, talking I, quietly because I'm quite tired because I was out late last night, sort of almost to the lateness where I thought, should I even bother going to bed? That's bad. So I've Good. had about three hours sleep and I'm feeling a bit unusual. It's but you're, you're, you're still looking perkier than you were when we arrived. <laughs> it is the penalty. When you the, it is the penalty of catching the first race of the season, isn't it? You've got to get up in the middle of the night and we're never to bed early. OK, if you didn't see the race because you chose not to send your money to Sky, and I understand that. Reasonable decision. I won't do everyone, but I'll do the top ten for you in reverse order. Finishing tenth, Paul de Resta in the Force India Mercedes, and that's because Hulk went out very early on. Hulk being Hulkenberg, of course. Ninth, Daniel Ricardo, or Oh Ricky, you're so fine, as I prefer to call him. Why is he Daniel Ricardo? Because I look at that, and that to me says Ricciardo. He's of Italian descent, isn't he, though? He's Australian. Well, oh, as a man a... who used to drive a Lancia, mm. I look at that, and it says Ricciardo. Ricciardo. No, Ricciardo. Is, it, is it with two C's there in Italian? I thought Ricciardo. Hard... And of course, the smiliest guy on the circuit at the moment. He's, he was he, dead he, happy, wasn't he? I've yeah. never seen him, uh, hardly ever seen Home uh, Grand Prix. In his face. Perez finished eighth. Kobayashi finished sixth. Hooray for him. Alonso finished fifth. Boo for him. Yeah, you uh, missed out. The Kimster. Raikkonen. Oh, um, d- Raikkonen. shot over him. Yeah. Raikkonen. That's what they call him over the years. Yeah. Kimi Raikkonen, who finished seventh in his debut in the Lioness. Yeah. Although we all know it's a Renault. Weber fourth. Hamilton third. Vettel second. And Button first. I'm closing this computer now. <laughs> with a sense of finality. Yes. I'm finished with yeah, this. I'm that's all I care about the results it's the entertainment of the day that's the most important thing but if you do enjoy a result where your guys do well I'm very very happy because I think I've said 
on the programme, I've certainly said it out loud, that this should be Jensen's year this year. He's bedded in. Mm. So it's a good start to the year for my prediction. Is he yeah. going to maintain it? Uh, I think he uh, could. Uh, yeah. well, why, why wouldn't he? Exactly. Can we say a cigarette in my Please, after you. No, yeah, well, well, why wouldn't he? He's, he's confident. He's got a great car under him. He's in great form. It's a shame to see Lewis looking a bit down in the dumps. Um, but then, actually, if I was him, I'd have been royally irritated as well. He put it on pole and then and away from... He went yeah. up third. I mean, that's the thing. That was that was his race to win and he somehow managed not to. Not only relinquish the lead almost immediately to his teammate, but also somehow Sebastian Vettel snuck in there for a second almost without anyone noticing. Yeah, just before the safety goal, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, uh, he just lost out. High-risk strategy with the one-in-one-out pit stop that McLaren did. Mm. He was happier in qualifying yesterday and I was pleased to see a more cheerful Lewis again because I'm a bit fed up of old grumpy draws really although the single grumpiest driver in F1 at the moment is Paul de Resta who even when he's happy looks like he's about to shout at you doesn't he yeah, just, what, he's just dure he's a dure Scotsman uh, uh, what would it take to cheer him up I mean nothing it's impossible yeah. so I don't know win a Grand Prix and then be rewarded with an enormous bowl of porridge and he'd still be like oh. <laughs> I'm just assuming things that Scottish people <laughs> like <laughs> sorry <laughs> if you're Scottish Paul you've been granted independence yeah well, it's well, fantastic news really, I really am over the moon life, now. really is brilliant yes okay so, so we've got the happiest driver in Formula I'll tell you who also was surprisingly chatty I noticed afterwards was grumpy grumpy Fernando Alonso not grumpy actually quite loquacious by his standards and he's had his eyebrows freshly partitioned I noticed <laughs> and, and, I mean given what a really rotten start Ferrari of getting to the season mm. yeah he was surprisingly perky that because doesn't seem to be working extremely well, does it? No, and it I mean, albeit a lot of managed to get something special out of it, really being yeah, coming yeah. fifth. Looks to me like they've gone for a very slippery car, but they've gone too slippery. It's a very low downforce car. They're trying to play that game, and they've just gone too far at the moment so in my opinion I think it's something that can be trimmed out there's lots of talk of Ferrari got to redesign their car no they don't they've just got to rework the data and they've got to well, change yeah, the air I, know, know, seem to I, be, but the, I thought it was also chewing through its tyres yeah chewing its tyres because is... that's because it's slippery at the moment if they can get more grip from aerodynamics rather than mechanical grip it won't chew its tyres quite so much maybe um, it'll be a little slower I mean it was fifth today you know yeah no it's not bad as I know it yeah. was going oh the Ferrari's terrible it's not it was fifth but that's because Alonso much so I don't much care for him is a brilliant driver and can extract the best from a car in a way that Filippo Massa can't even when he's not clattering into people who are the we would have liked to have seen a, an, another replay of that incident with Senna but it looked like oh, he oh let's was just, just say it was Massa's fault yeah come on Hamilton's fault surely well I was going to say if Massa had had more pace from that car and from his own ability he could have easily twatted into Hamilton instead but he just couldn't get that far ahead so um, it was frustrating yeah. he couldn't get to Hamilton he had to hit someone else yeah. <laughs> ok so we've got the most frustrated driver on the grid right we've got the happiest Grosjean smiling well he Grosjean Grosjean was happy he was yeah. smiling was uh, Ricardo the, the most unexpectedly chatty Kimi Raikkonen yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is he most talking incomprehensibly about? chatty though is it was like a baby wasn't it there's <laughs> noise Something yeah. about blue flags at oh, one point. Yeah. He was complaining. He I think thought he was getting did. blue flags. He, he, he'd forgotten what blue flags were for. Right. And where his co-driver was sitting alongside him, shouting <laughs> 60 left and 70 right. But it was good to have Kimmy there. It's a shame that he didn't finish 
better than he did. What? And a shame that Grosjean was knocked out so early because yeah. that yeah, was yeah. Uh, stellar qualifying performance. Mm. If only he had a chance to finish the race, but there you go. But I'm sure we'll be seeing a lot more from Lotus uh, this year. Yeah, so. looks mm. like it. Yeah. So, if we were going to put money on someone for the championship, I don't expect you to get this right having just seen the first race, but just out of interest, is it going to be Jensen, or are we going to see a Red Bull fight back, or will Lewis, will Ferrari recover? It's not going to be Mercedes, is it? Who's no, championship I'd, is uh, it? No question I'd be putting money on McLaren for the championship, and probably on Button. It's the easy, obvious thing to do, but McLaren tend to develop a car pretty well during the season. They've got the quickest car at the moment, and the Button's in great form. I don't know. We've only seen one race, so I'm going yeah. to put my money on a surprise comeback from Jean Alessi in a Prost. Because <laughs> the odds on that will be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> million to one. Recently, Gareth Jones on Speed has brought you music that sounds a bit like the super furry animals. Something that sounded vaguely like the mighty wah. No more words to rule. And a piece of music that if you squint might have been John Fox. I have all accessories that I need. An iPod and connecting lead. Car alarm immobilizer. A mini mood synthesizer. But my car won't go. Still my car won't go. However, we are sorry to report that it's not over yet. Coming soon to this podcast, a loose impression of Elbow. Better than two. 
and a frankly ridiculous Tom Waits. There are three cars on the moon Designed and driven by a loon I hope we get to see them soon Driving cars on the moon Driving cars on the moon Jones on Speed. Stupid songs sung badly. But they are about cars. Gareth Jones on Speed! F1's undergone a fairly massive change. Well, here in the UK, for the first time ever, we have to pay if we're going to watch every single race of the season live and we have to pay our money to Sky. So mercifully, all three of us have access to Sky. Some of you out there, I'm guessing quite a large number of people, won't have seen the race live on Sky because watching the Twitter stream was a lot quieter than it normally Mm. is, even for this race at this time of the night, which means a lot of you haven't seen the Sky coverage which, I have to say, is really blooming good. To be fair, they are, in many ways, picking up where the BBC have left off. And they've gone a bit down this Sky Avenue, which I'll describe in a moment, but not so far. The basic premise of having a presenter, someone, who was it on Twitter today, described him as Little Jake. Yes, <laughs> George Lazenby. That's right. The fourth best Bond, but now a, a very good uh, yeah. F1 anchorman. It's great that failed Bond actors yeah. can now take on a role in Formula One. Yeah, um, I think if George Lazenby keeps this up, he may even get a guest slot on Tim Dalton's World of Sports, which uh, <laughs> has all around. Up of Palotta and tractor pulling and those other things, no one bothers with. What was so, the Irish Bond? What was his name? Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Dallas Allen Partridge. He's doing Gaelic football, is he? Then? Tim Dalton was the Welsh Bond, wasn't That's he? That's right, Jeff Colin. Licensed to kiss. So you've got little Lazenby there, who's very good. He doesn't look as cool and as relaxed as Jake Humphrey does when he stands there he's got a very laconic tone isn't he Jake you realise and he brings the whole thing down whereas Simon Lazenby looks a little bit concerned and Damon looks a little bit worried (laughs) doesn't he they've got Damon Hill who's excellent in his own way but does constantly look perturbed by something I I, I saw him smile once during the whole of the coverage (laughs) and that's when he thought the cameras weren't on him (laughs) (laughs) squeeze out a smile while no one's looking but yeah he does he always looks perturbed Mm. but you've got the mighty Brundle there who's still saying the same intelligent things that he ever yeah. did and to be fair having Damon there is a good replacement for DC and Eddie Jordan in mm. one a little mm. bit more yeah. efficient when it comes to commentary Sky have got the excellent David Croft with Brundle and I like the way Crofty can crank it up a bit and give it a bit of oomph yeah because we were used to hearing David Croft on the Five Live radio coverage and I didn't always listen to that I was in the car and I couldn't see a race I'd listen to it but seeing him do it with pictures I was watching some of the qualifying yesterday and I was suddenly like oh, I've forgotten how bloody good David Croft he is, is you know, he, he's, he's, yeah. he's really first rate and he knows when to crank it up when to give it energy yeah. he's actually very good at avoiding the banal I think as well yeah. which is always a pitfall that commentators he's can a- fall into yeah, it's very human, you know. You feel yeah. like it's a real person. He's not going through motions in any sort of way, and he's good for that. Now, I've also listened to the BBC coverage. Did you see the qualifying on the BBC? Uh, the I watched the highlights, yes. Yeah. I missed out on watching the BBC 
Tracy's coverage. I haven't seen how they've changed this year after. Catch up with that on the next race. I don't know whether it's sort of psychological and whether it's just me. And I feel torn here because Jake Humphreys is a mate of mine and I do like and love what the BBC did with the F1 when they had it properly and mm. just give it away. But I was watching the highlights package of the qualifying and having seen how swishy Sky were doing things already earlier in the day, watching the BBC, it just felt a bit threadbare. It felt like being at a party knowing there's a bigger, more lavish, exciting party in the next room. It was just a bit, <laughs> well, it's, it's, a bit, a it's bit down somehow. One of the things that did particularly impress me about the Sky coverage, and having said that, during some of the Sky coverage, it felt very familiar because of David Croft's voice, which, mm. you know, the Sky yeah. Radio 5 called myself and Brundle and all that. Yeah. yeah, there's all the familiar. And, and Davison as well in practice. That was, and that was very yeah. familiar. Yeah. 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 But I really like what they're doing with Anthony Davidson and George. George Thompson, Thompson with their interactive screen and pulling up details and sort of overlaying some graphics and Anthony Davidson is pulling down a little clip and going frame by frame through an incident analysing it, pointing out exactly how an incident developed on track but I thought that stuff was great and that was a good step up from some of what the BBC mm. was doing last year I thought The only thing is, I apologise to everyone who's listening who hasn't seen Sky and doesn't give a monkey's ass about this but there's something that bothers me about that little room they have where Anthony Davidson does he's very good analysis with uh, George sure. Thompson, who's also very good, mm. but they've got stick mics, and they're in what is a little studio. And the convention of television would be you'd have a little personal mic clip to yep. your pal, right? Mm. But they've given them stick mics, and it's almost like Sky sort of go, This is sports, must have a stick mic because it's sport, well, make it look like sport. No, but it's just they, annoying. They do they, 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 they sit mics all the time, actually? Yeah, do, yeah, do yeah, they, they, well, they did instant. today, yes. I don't know about uh, I remember yesterday. That's exactly the point I was going to pick up on that if there's a difference between the Sky coverage and the BBC coverage, is that there is a sort of a gloss to the Sky coverage, which is Sky Sports which comes with their grammar yeah. um, it less so in the live programme in the build up show that's sort of the launch of Sky F1 HD again Simon Lazenby Brundle and Damon very good with Ted Kravitz doing a virtual car tour it's not yes. it's an yeah, augmented yeah. reality car in yeah. front of him now that was all fine but there was mm. another Sky programme I'm afraid I don't know the name of the host but the three guests on the show were the guy who's the team principal at Force India Eric Boulier, the single Frenchest man in motorsport. Yes. Um, and more competition this year. For yeah, 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 yeah true. Yeah. Got, uh, Van and Peek in there. So. And uh, they also had our mate Johnny Herbert there. And it was a horrible programme. Did you see this? No. The sport veneer most came through in this one programme where basically the presenter <laughs> said to each of the guests, well, who do you think's the man to beat? Is it Vettel? Is Vettel the man to beat? And Johnny Herbert said, yeah, well, yeah, probably Vettel's the man to beat. Well, OK, man from Force India, Vettel's the man to beat. Is Vettel the man to beat? Did that big sport yeah, talk. Yeah, it's, mm. that, uh, that's it's that horrid. Over-analysis of things, you know. And, and I know F1's a very technical sport, and you can talk about it. Very, somebody on Twitter, very funny, said the Sky F1 post-race analysis and chat was going on so long it would just seamlessly blend into the preview <laughs> show for the next race. They'd actually have to start doing links from the airport and then on the plane right? <laughs> oh and I see two rows ahead of me on this flight there's uh, Christian Hall let's go forward and have a chat oh he's having his meal no he's sleeping oh leave him leave and we'll him just back. have a look at the analysis no, and of course he's in the second row which is a great advantage for practice in the That's next really, race yeah and they've got Anthony Davidson lugging his massive iPad thing to the airport <laughs> still <laughs> trying to do stuff on it <laughs> there's a risk of it being stretched a little just bit just a little maybe. bit yeah over yeah, analysis yeah. but yeah as far as I'm concerned the Sky Sports thing the graphics that make a noise when they go on the screen stop that they don't do it during the race because they're taking the 
really F1 generic yeah. graphics. But during but that, the beam did that as well in the qualifying thing. In there, so yeah, packaging around the teams. That. I didn't notice. It them was doing ridiculous. That, I find graphics that make a noise slightly unnecessary. It annoying. was like I'm watching Banzai. <laughs> yeah, well, that was sort of yeah, it's fine when it's done in a silly way, but when it's just. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think it's about getting the right Isn't sound it? at There's the right length. I don't really no, watch football, but I have sat in a room when like, my brother's been watching football on Sky Sports, and actually there's a noise they have on their graphics, or had, mm. that sounds like something else. I can't remember what. It sounds like a text message alert or something like that. And I'm just constantly checking my phone. It's like, I just bought one of these air fresheners that detects when you walk past and sprays, but it sounds like you've just trodden on the cat. <laughs> it goes, <laughs> it's like that moment in... Uh, that's, that's random sound. In the dance on my own by Robin where a phone rings in the background yes. and every time it happens yeah, yeah. I, I think that the that. phone ringing uh, songs that have got police sirens and yep. that you're listening to in the car and you suddenly go at least you're talking about audio Sky did a thing at the end of their coverage called the sounds of F1 where they yeah. played as a montage there's an awful lot of montages on Sky less in the race coverage than in the build up yeah. in the build up it was we just got time for a montage before the next montage bit too much let's have a montage of our montages to see where we, <laughs> it's coming yeah, it's, it's coming is, yeah, by the end of the season they'll just it'll become one long rolling montage channel but the audio montage was interesting it was good I liked it no commentary mm. it was like oh we've got to fill some air time but you got to hear the sounds of tyres when Alonso yeah. spun yeah no, one though. it almost sounded dubbed on but I'm presuming it wasn't they just isolated yeah, that sound I, I think it, it up a bit. they just took the sound from that mic rather yeah, than yeah, say taking yeah. sort of the you know the general audio feed that well that's it isn't it there's always a sort of Atmos sound on races yeah. they take the camera mic but then they sort of take a general yeah. noise of yeah. cars going around so well, because just that one channel so they're isolating each of the channels like we do with cameras in television you know you'll ISO one camera so you've got a continuous feed of that camera regardless of what you're cutting live and they've done the same with audio and that's a first mm. the other stylistic thing I think Sky did nicely which Richard you pointed out is a, probably a, a nick from an advert isn't it where the graphics on screen if you see Kimi Raikkonen walking down a corridor the position of that graphic is tied to Raikkonen's movement through the frame left and right so it seems to track with him mm. and it puts like the motion text tracking thing, motion yeah. tracking it puts the text in the picture as opposed to on top of it and that was lovely I, I enjoyed that and they've also you know that fidgety camera thing that became what was the first TV show to do fidgety camera the handheld um, Hill Street Blues or something was uh, it I know, Homicide Light of the yeah, Street yeah, Homicide Light of the Street I think before that uh, quite a lot of stuff done it, it was a police thing budget, wasn't it in movies where you just got a single camera that moves around a lot yeah where they put movements in you see this in their montages but they put movements in the frame and I swear that they're doing those in post production they weren't shot like that mm. stylish I mean, it gives it a bit of oomph there's a lot of very strong ideas in the sky coverage isn't yeah, it very yeah, yeah. strong I think my three things I would like to see change less noisy graphics because there's just no need yeah. knock off the stick mics again no need it's yeah. a minor thing but it just sort of I find it a bit look at me being a sports presenter sports give Anthony Davidson both of his hands to operate his massive iPad <laughs> and more Ted Kravitz in the race I mean, yeah, I know yeah, he's yeah, done a lot yeah. of ad hoc bases and they just yeah. have something relevant but he seems sort of a not bit underused, a bit underused. Yeah. Yeah, we like old Lumsden Bumhat. Nice to see the other Bumhat there, though. Yes, <laughs> Lenny Bumhat. There's a Bumhat family reunion. Yeah, Lenny Bumhat and.
And in fact, probably the reason why there was less Ted in the Sky coverage of the race was that there's an F1 show on Saturday night after qualifying. Well, they record it Saturday night, mm. uh, which was essentially Ted and Georgie Thompson's show in the pit lane, very chatty, lots of airtime. And there was this lovely sequence where the bum hats got together mm. and discussed that they might be related because Ted uses his mother's maiden name, Kravitz. Mm. His real name, as we know, is Bum Hat. But whereas it's the other way with, with uh, Lenny Kravitz, isn't it? I think he actually uses the name Bumhat, but his real name it's is Kla- so Kravitz. Yes, yeah. yes, that's his stage name. <laughs> 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 I'm confused now. So oh, if you were going to um, score Formula One, okay, out of ten for the first race, your scores, Og, and a reason in three words? I wanted to give half points. Yeah, if you want. Um, actually, no, I'm going to get, get an eight out of ten. Oh, eight out of ten. Because it was good. Because it was good. Richard? Oh, I'd go with an eight, even a nine. I mean, it's, it's, it's like that excitement of the first race because it's like, yay, Formula One's back, and I love that. And it, mm. and, but the actual race didn't disappoint. They're really nice because it's interesting. You're seeing suddenly, like, Williams think they've got a decent car this yeah. year. Yeah. Unlike last year. Lotus, wow, going well. And Kimi clearly hasn't mm. lost his ability completely and forgotten how to drive a Formula One car, even if he has forgotten what a blue flag means. But, <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, I, I don't know, exciting. I liked it a lot. It was good. It I was maybe just a tiny bit too sort of principle at the front the bottom wasn't being challenged enough for the leads I think we can't mm. give it more than an 8 but as you say we had all that interest further down the field with things like Williams coming good which we've been wanting to see for a while so yeah 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 that's yeah, no, good good start I think this is a unique moment in Formula 1 because there are in fact two seasons this season did you know this? There's the season, for those of us who can see it on Sky and watch it live, there's the live F1 season, which Jensen oh. is now leading. And there's also the season, for those who don't watch it on Sky, who only see the races live that are on the BBC. So there will be two champions this year. One of them might be Jensen Button. Who knows when the other one might be? Well, also, I suppose when we get to the, the first race of the BBC are going to show live, and Sky will still have it live. Who yeah. do you watch? Oh, and the, the, the competition of the. Uh, I'm going to yeah, watch it like Martin Wishmush. Martin Whitmarsh. Say it for me, someone. Whitmarsh. Thank you. Martin Whitmarsh watches it because if you see me as independently operating eyes, I'm going to have two monitors. One will be fixed comedian like on Sky, <laughs> the other on the BBC. That's why he's so successful, isn't it, Martin Whitmarsh? Yeah, because he can look at two freshly milled components at once. And make a direct comparison between them. So you can pack in twice as much in any given day. He's the only man who can do... You've heard of Blink Comparator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uses to find asteroids, near-Earth objects, uh, minor planets. Yeah, that's that's how they found Pluto. Exactly. Thank you. I think Martin Whitmarsh is the only person I know who can do a wing comparator, you know, because he has two completely independent visions. Like a horse. That, that, That blinking... You were doing that, we would have been so much better if we had video on this, but oh, uh, yeah, it's not. I think we're probably done now, aren't we? You've been <laughs> listening <laughs> to a very tired. overexcited and overtired <laughs> team of people. One of them was called Zog. Goodbye. The other was called Richard. Goodbye. I was Gareth, and we'll leave you with the tune that we always start the season with. Nice to have F1 back 2012. See ya. Lotus are catering and our Lotus I know it's complicated
day I'm keeping vloggers Crazy day over nowhere to be seen Crafty and blood will make a wonderful team Business is usual at the grid from town Hawk went out to get the very first bend see pictures, get song lyrics, join our Facebook fan site or follow us on Twitter, go to garethjones.tv. Gareth Jones on Speed is made in London by Whizbang. Gareth Jones on Speed!